Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Podcast lovers, how the fuck are you? Welcome to the show. Lions Lounge lockdown for the whole of the 2020-21 season is sponsored by Match Scaffolding. As I've mentioned in previous shows, Match Scaffolding is owned by a good friend of mine who is a Millwall season ticket holder and has been for a very, very long time. So, if you need a little bit of scaffolding in your life, please check out Match Scaffolding's contact details, email address, and all that palaver in the description of this audio podcast. Tonight's offering is... It is a Lions Lounge lockdown. I did this a long time ago with Pete O'Mara. came up with the idea for Lions Lounge lockdown. It wasn't called that then. We called this one uh, Roaring Lion. And it is, it is, in effect, the pilot which led us on to the latest stages uh, and more, I'd like to think, betterly developed Lions Lounge lockdown. So we will do more fans as well when I, when I ever run out of players. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Pete, I met through Lions TV. Didn't know him before. I went to the game one day, uh, I interviewed his son Kieran, I became close with Kieran, Kieran came to the World Cup with me and as it went on, I met the whole family um, and they're very close and personal friends of mine, they've been very loyal, they've been very good to me and they've stood by me through the good times and the bad. So, this is Pete O'Mara, Lions Lounge Lockdown, episode 25. Enjoy. I need it that far back unless we can fucking move that but you can't move this fucker. I'm kidding. <laughs> do you know what I was going to do in that room and I thought it would be quite a nice shot with that in the background wouldn't it yeah think so no, that's right yeah it's good yeah yeah. The old Elton Terry it'd be better if we cut the mill posters up there though, wouldn't it <laughs> cut the right thing Neil Harris in his Cardiff uh... I think that we should be fine just talk nice and loud okay so we're off well, that, <laughs> we're that, off that ain't going to be hard for me to talk nice and loud is it Dan <laughs> me or right? you will be absolutely my voice, fine my voice travels a million miles it anyway. does mate especially on the Nekari room thanks for being the first guest of our Roaring Lion podcast yeah that's right that's, that's an honour thank and you thanks to um, Elton Terrace Club yeah thanks to the Elton Terrace Club yeah thanks to Elton Terrace Club yeah brilliant so usually we speak after a game Heat at the moment. Yeah. They're all fucking shit or they're all brilliant we're having Chinese tonight. Yeah. Could go either way. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. To, today, the, the idea of these podcasts is 
and I'll do all the boys on Lions TV, but obviously it makes logistical sense to do you first. Okay, Historical yeah. sense. Yeah. As your papa bear, you're the leader of the, leader of the <laughs> I'm gang. I'm the one that dragged them through the woods, <laughs> aren't I? They blame you. Down the Millwall, they, they blame you for the life well, sentence. Of course they do, but they love it. So, so what we're going to do in, in, for the people who are watching and, and don't know what it's going to be about, we're just going to talk to each individual Mill fan, obviously boys from Lions TV, then it, we could go on to ex-players and anyone else that maybe isn't on Lions TV and they want to fancy it. Just talk about why Millwall, you know, why why you support Millwall, your, your early memories of Millwall, you, you know, games you went to, players you, you admired. And obviously we'll move on to, you know, where, uh, where you're located and stuff. <laughs> I'll leave you yeah. to tell the story. And then, you know, you know bring in, as you say, your three, your three boys and Georgia, I better not leave her out because she, yeah. she did last time. Right. Obviously taking them to Millwall. So let's start at the very, very beginning. Right. And my first question is to you, why Millwall? Why Millwall? Well, like everything else, um, someone has to bring you down, don't they, to experience the actual thing. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, I was probably about seven or eight years old, and my brother, like, he was like my older brother. Peter. Uh, PJ, yeah. my older brother. Oh, right. He was a big Mill fan at the time, he's not that more, but he like he used to come, come on, we're going to go take you to the Millwall this like, particular day. Uh, Peter, I thought it was a day or a night, but I went down on the end about bars of his uh, like uh, bike, and he used to park his bike up and chain it up near Millwall. And uh, it was the first game, I think it was, if I remember right, it was Dundee United in a friendly. And I think we looked like Brazil. And that, is so a fucking ra- that is a random first game. I wasn't expecting that. It was a friendly. It was a, I think it was a 5 0 thrashing we give Dundee or something like that. It was like. Jesus, what year uh, was that? Do you know? It's got, got to be like 60, late 68, 69. I think around that time, if my memory serves me rightly. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I remember the friendly. And from that night onwards, I was basically hooked, you know, and I've got no one else to take because my mum was always going, you're not going down there, you're going to get beat up by them, a beat of trouble and all that. Oh, I mean. And then all of a sudden, these, my older brother stopped going and of course you're getting like a little bit older, you go along with your mates, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, went, went along with mates and then my other brother, Richard, he sort of got back. Sorry, Richard, that's what I meant, not Peter. Yeah, Peter's Richard. his son. Uh, no. Uh, there's a lot of Omaras by the way there's a lot of Omaras <laughs> yeah, but, lot of like, but you've got I've got two brothers PJ's yeah. the oldest one he should take me down here yeah. but Richard stopped going Richard's who I've, who I've met yeah. he looks yeah. unbelievably like you yeah, well, he's, well, he's not as good looking as me he's alright <laughs> he's alright he's, right. he's 10 years older than me by the way but anyway yeah so I started going down <laughs> with Richard um, as well and um, you know it was like all, all the boys around you, the area supported. Like. So where was where was you born? In Rothrive, born and at, so Rothrive Tunnel. In Roth, I was born in uh, Guy's Hospital, right? Um, like all the rest of the family, but brought up in Rothrive, um, uh, and obviously all that time been Millwall. And as a youngster, we used to go like loads of, you know, home and away games and uh, things like that. And it was mm. like it was camaraderie sort of thing you know what I mean and yeah, I'm, a little bit I'm, a little bit togetherness you're saying to do your yeah, mates yeah it is and what it does it brings like your families and all that your mates together doesn't it yeah along the road and um, yeah it's been a, a a journey but I wouldn't change it for the world yeah you know from the early days to now yes I know let's be honest I think we all suffered more than we've like had the glory days but that's mm. all part and parcel of supporting Millwall isn't it you know yeah we have the, the low days and like you go home depressed I think I think nowadays especially we'll, we'll get on to like the current generation later on but like kids like my kid don't realise how lucky they are because there's been some fucking bad times well let me tell you when I was when I was I always made a vow from when I was a kid that I'd never go to Wembley unless Millwall got there yeah and I had to wait till what was the Wigan 2000? 99, yeah. 99. 
So I went to wait from like say 96 to 8, 1999 to get to Wembley. And I vowed I'd never go there until we got and we got there against Wigan. Yeah. I was given free tickets to England games and free tickets Just for that, and all that. You know what I mean? So there's no way I was no way I was gonna go there. I kept that vow. Then when we got there, but like you say, I had to wait all that time. Our boys, yeah. like 20 in their 20s, they've been there like six, seven, they get bored well, of it well, now. I, we went, obviously I was 19, so it was it was. I thought, oh, we're going, we're going to Wembley. Probably the only time in my lifetime. I thought, at 19 years old, that I'd be going with Mill. And as I said, now we've been, God knows how many times, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, seven, yeah. It's, it's like, like someone said, they built the Jubilee line for Mill fans. <laughs> That's the, the rumour. So know? growing up in Rotherhithe, you was the young. You was the youngest then of brothers. Uh, yeah, would be. Yeah, we're youngest of brothers. Yeah. Was, was, can I ask where old man Omar was? Uh, Omar, uh, your dad the, was he? Dad is obviously a typical Irishman. Um, was he just, not a Mill fan? No, no, far from it. No. There was like a typical, like most of our dads of that generation, um, they weren't really interested in football, um, especially like the Irish generation. Yeah. Their idea was like, they go to work, come back to five o'clock, go around the pub, have a couple of beers around the, uh, the public bar, not the saloon bar, because saloon bar was 3B dearer, or football's dearer, <laughs> right, to save a few bob. And they do that four or five nights a week. Sunday they put their Sunday, like their best suits on and all that, come out like immaculately dressed, come out with a few light owls. Um, but no, my dad was obviously Irish, and there was a lot of Irish round. You, you was born, you you was you was born in London. Yeah, guys, yeah. hospital. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so your dad sort of come over when come over from Ireland, like with his mum, like most of the um, the Irish did at that Republic time. Of yeah, Republic of Ireland. Yeah, because there was nothing going on work and all that, and they'll come over like at my aunt's. I think in the fifties, right? Uh, like early, you know, something like that. So, mm. um, so growing up for, for the for the for the generation of sort of my age and younger. Thinking we grew up around Rotherhithe and grew up around Millwall, no disrespect to the area, but it was a lot different in your day. Well, the, the situation in, in our day, it's not like today, where there's so much football on the TV. When you was in that manor, like 90% of you was like Millwall. Yeah. You wouldn't have all people around our manor, Rotherhithe, sporting yeah, Man yeah. United and, 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 and Liverpool and Arsenal, like yeah, you got, yeah. and Chelsea, like you got today. Around that basically area, and anyone tell you, um, as, as, a, as a kid growing up around here, not Surrey Docks, like Rotherhithe, Berms, all around that way, was like 90% Millwall, yeah? yeah? And, you know, it's like when when the, the games come on and, and people sort of fear coming down to Mill, because they know that every corner there's Millwall fans. Not like today, you walk to Millwall, 90% of them in them flats walk Man United. Yeah. Or so they do, they live in their armchair, pretty to remote control. They wouldn't know what football they want. Them, them young kids or them kids of today mm. don't experience what we experience. Because right? they've got they yeah. got outlets as Sky Television, Sky YouTube, and they if it's Man United, who, right, who, who they support? <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Who they support today? Man City because they win anything, right? Yeah. Next month, next year, couple of year, be Liverpool, right? Because they follow. They, they just want to be seen as glory. That they they yeah, they yeah. don't want to be seen like be little because they support a little club. But in my boys, my boys so now so I moved over the other side, the dark side. And they were brought up in Walthamstow, where there was all that. There was all Man United. Yeah, and all, yeah. uh, they, but they, none of them dads took them to mm. football. I think, you say in your day, it was if it's, you support where you're from. Exactly. Which yeah. I'm still a great believer in, that's what you should, you should do. It is. It is to some certain extent. Do you know what I mean? But if, say for example, like um, I know some other parents who've got three kids. And every one of them supports different teams, right? Yeah, that is. To me, that's, that's, that's no, wrong. That is weird, right? Uh, and I've always, uh, it was like um, Saturday was my Sabbath. It was like I could go out and earn what money I wanted, but I went, no, I'm taking the boys' football, and that's what I always done. Yeah. And I took them, like you know, from one, two, all of them, 
all the way through, and so did all my mates. And other of my mates moved too far away as well, but mm. they'd done the same thing. And we took our boys together, and they've all grown up together, and they still go together to this day. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Before we get on to the, you moving to the dark side, which yeah. you just mentioned, yeah. I didn't want to grass you up. Okay. Did then, I say your first game that you remember was Dundee United. That is a, that's a cracker, that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where, so it must have been a pre-season in the yeah, summer. Of course it was. And then obviously you, you said after that you was hooked, you continued to go. Like, what was the, it? the thing is, that when, when you go as a kid, and like, I was sort of, I was proper in fact, I can name you near like 90% of that team now. Yeah. You know, I've got like... What was the, the first ever team you... I was going to ask you, you know, what was the stadium like and where did, where did you stand... Well, we, yeah, we'll we, do whichever way around you want to do When I went with my oldest brother's halfway line, yeah? That's where we used to stand, the halfway line, yeah? yeah. And then days, you had the freedom to walk all the way around the ground anyway, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, if if Millwall was kicking towards the den, mm. right? Towards the, the Cold Road Lane yeah, end, yeah. right? Everyone would be on that goal. And half time, mm. we're kicking out, but everyone moved around. Oh, the old road end. Well, we used, to, we used to come in, me and my old man, so I know it's your, it's your show, it's your time tonight, but we just, that did jerk my memory because we left it then when I was 13. So I do, mm. luckily, I'm very glad that that, I got a few memories and it used to intimidate me even being a Mill fan, but we used to drive under the arch at the Alderton Road, park at the top, my old man would get a bag of monkey nuts, come in and we'd walk from the Alderton Road round to the halfway line, but where it joined on with the seats, Yes, before oh, the family yeah, enclosure, yeah, yeah. we stand right close to the seat, so he was near the cold blow for one foot. <coughs> and then in the second half, when we shoot towards Hilton, we'd walk back round behind the goal. My old man had flashed some moody green pass on about yeah, five years yeah. out, and we'd get behind. So yeah, you had the freedom then, didn't you, to move yeah, around the ground? You, you did. I mean, the way we used to walk into the ground, it was obviously round the other way, come up Trundle's Road, and come round. I can't think of the name of that road, but then you had to walk under one, two bridges before, and then you've done a left into the ground. Yeah. I mean, even us, especially a night game, was a, it's a bit intimidating doing that walk. Yeah. So for an away fan, I think the only way you got in that crowd was under tunnels or something like that. <laughs> you know? It was like, it was in the wards. And, and, even, and if you did get in, that was an evil little way corner. Yeah, it, it was, was evil, it, wasn't it? It was evil little place. It was <laughs> evil little place. But, it's like, um, but, it had, the, the, but I'm proud of that sort of, I've always been proud of them roots, sort of yeah, like, yeah. you know, about... The way we are, you know what I mean. But the thing is now with, with, with modern football, it's it's too easy and too accommodating for away teams to go to these lovely big grounds. I have a beer while you're here. Watch the telly while you're here. Yeah, yeah. Have a, yeah. Have a bit of dinner outside. No, That's fucking right. get them in, get them intimidated. They ain't gonna That's fucking want to know. Like That's the teams it. didn't. Yeah, it's old. And a lot of people. I mean, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I love the old den, and there's been some spectacular <laughs> games down there. Sorry. Everyone to tell like the Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I think four we, two. we was two, four yeah. two, whatever was we was losing uh, two one. They're not in the Forest game when Brian Clough was down and they was winning. We took, I think it was three and we come out three all. Um, and that that crowd and that noise and the intimidating factor was just mm. can never be brought back again because it was absolutely second to none the old then. So what did you say your first sorry your first year of going was sixty? I would say I remember. I'll tell you what I remember really well is the season. It, it was like like the Harry Cripps Kitchener. Dougie Alder, uh, the Golden Bollands, the Dumphys, uh, Derek Smithers, Barry Bridges, Alan Dolney, Alan Dolney, Brian Brown, Posse, uh, Derek yeah, Derek Posse, of course. When you look yeah. back, like, and I remember, I remember the first time that like I'd ever seen Millwall on TV, yeah. and it was when we played Birmingham, and it was the big match on a Sunday. Well, was some side there, by the way. Oh, right? it's amazing side. Well, I never I, saw it, but look I on paper. Remember, looking on paper, I can remember that side like it's tomorrow, and it, and what I'm saying to you. It's like, where today you might have one or two leaders on the pitch, mm. every one of them players, I'm, I'm not lying to you, not one of them ducks or, or straight to check, every one of them players give you like 
Everything. I know there's not I just think like 110%, but every one of them people give you give you 100%. And that's why you had such a spirit in that team. And that was the season, uh, I remember really, really well, is that it was the heartbreaking season because we done work so well that season. Mm. And the last game of the season was not um, against Preston North End, yeah? And we sort of think, we thought, well, like, but Birmingham, for some reason, I don't know why, had a game in hand, but they couldn't play it on that Saturday. That's a play it on a, a, a night during the week. But we we like actually won the game two 0 and obviously rumours were. Oh no, they was playing that day, but they had a mm. game in hand on Tuesday. Rumours was that they lost. Through home. I love that. Rumour was they lost. Yeah, rumour. No was, iPhones it was in. all the little transistor <laughs> radios, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they've lost. They've lost. Right. Yeah. Of course, we're all celebrating. We're jumping on the pitch and all that, and then slowly but surely the news come through that they that they um, they won. Right, I think I played another field, I think, or something like that. And then we, we thought we was up at one minute and we weren't. And then they come to the game on the Tuesday or the Wednesday night, Birmingham were playing late in Orient, yeah? And I, like my brother, look, Richard was telling me, so it's coming, we're going over there, we're going to go over late in Orient to, to get in there. But there was, um, it was a night, they had like, I think, uh, Bob Latchford, Trevor Francis, players like that, yeah, good yeah. players, really good team. And, um, Thousands of mill went over that night, thousands, right? And in there, we couldn't get in the ground. Yeah, we was just waiting outside. Um, it was just, I don't know what the crowd was that night, but it was massive. But there was obviously more Millwall fans there than Latin Orient fans supporting Latin yeah, yeah. Orient, you know? And obviously, most old, old school like uh, Millwall fans like so will know what happened that they won and we never went up. And it was that season that I'll never forget. And all them players. How old was your then, do you reckon, roughly? Uh, work out. I think, what was it? I, I, I can't. Not the greatest with days. What is 72, 71, 72? So I probably been about 10, 9, 10. Yeah? Right. And it was proper in the blood then. And I remember I was yeah. like, you know. Was your old man like, where are you going every Saturday, you boys? Did you never try and get him involved? No, no, never, no, no. Just weren't having it, set in his ways. Weren't old school. No, he was old school. He weren't setting his ways. It was just me brothers and then everyone in the flats. Yeah, like yeah. supportive Millwall, you know, you went down, you can, you, you know, it wasn't a case if you got a ticket, it was a case you're getting in. There weren't no buying tickets every day. Was it just, they used to pass just kids. jumping over the turnstiles. <laughs> I was always leaving to my, like my kids, yeah, I would lift them over turnstiles. Yeah. Kieran's still I, got I, kids' seasons to get well, in. <laughs> I still try to lift Joe over, but he's got that beard, is too big. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was like, that once, I remember lifting one of them over and hitting their head on the roof, but they was like 22 at the time, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but yeah, but ever since that time, it was that <laughs> case of you suffered and uh, um, listen yeah, of course we suffered and you know but it was all part parcel it's going out that day going with your mates um, having a laugh and all that and a, yeah. a bit of banter and, and that's what it was and you just you just get hooked yeah we got hooked and that team was like my, my, my favourite partners ever would say Barry Bridges and Derek Posse Barry Bridges and Derek Posse. Posse. See, someone's asked me the question on what say on our Patreon page. It would only be our Patreon members watching. So as it stands, probably about twenty people watching. <laughs> but yeah. they asked me. One of them asked me your favourite three ever Mill players. Me, personally, well, yeah, we, we, it, it would be Alfwood, right? Kitchener and Derek Posse along them lines, you know. Yeah. And that's, that, that, that's like me. Like in my eras. I've got the ones ingrained for me when I was a kid was the 80s the kid, yeah. and you've got ingrained and my kids will have Tim Cahill exactly so yes. you'll have Teddy Sheringham yeah, 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 yeah. people like that but the, the them boys that's what probably the main reason I supported Mill because and also as a kid Mill used to train in Deptford Park right right. access you just walk over and you see them 
you can actually play with them Snow, as well. Snow count. You play with them. You can play with them. They were actually just playing. Just, like just, just getting involved. Go, we went as kids. We went to Alan Donnelly's wedding. He got married. <laughs> he got married in um, other, other, um, Jamaica Road, uh, St James's Church. We right. all went in there, and at that time, went, the two of all kids were outside. Don't listen. You can go upstairs and watch the wedding, but keep your mouth shut. And we went upstairs and watched his wedding. When he got married, really? Yeah, and you done a podcast with me, really, also. You've done, done an interview, with... yeah. Yeah, well, I went. His to His son wedding. James are probably watching this. I'll ask him. Yeah, well, I went to his wedding as a kid, and he got married. I'm, I'm, which well, loads I'm... of kids, new new Mill players getting married, yeah, just we... wanted to jib in. But they was all friendly then. They were all proper friendly, like yeah. come over, kids and all that, and have a little knock about of them. Do you know what I mean? It was like easy access. That's it fucking mad. It was just in the, it. it was the middle of Stepford Park. Just a little so the club, the club, and the team were ingrained in the community. They're just was. there. They go. They we ain't going to be out in the sticks, out in no. the suburbs, training somewhere. And they train closed doors. Well, this is where we play. This is where we train. Death for Park, Death for Park, and uh, you know it was like um, no, it was great. It was because you had you 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 could be with the players. And we knew what they was going and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It was it, that's all brought us together. Obviously, coming out of school, going into work. Is that when you sort of had the dough to start thinking teenage years? Oh no! Get up the other end of the country, cause a bit of havoc. Listen, this this club was so in, in like it's ingrained into me. I'm just going to go back to the early days a little bit now. Yes, yeah, fine, mate. Is that um, uh, it? Were, it were the days like we used to get the evening sta- uh, evening stand or evening news delivered on a Saturday. I don't think you'd ever remember that. It's like Millwall might be playing away at Blackburn or something. Right? And that's the only way you had the results. And the only way you could, so what you'd be waiting outside the paper shop. Right or something like that, and you go like wait for the papers to be delivered. They was delivered literally an hour, and you had a report an hour after, after kickoff or something like that. How the fuck did that work? Like, it was amazing. The, the evening stand was dumped on, and you got it, and you, you could read a little report about on a Saturday it. night. On a Saturday you night, you could wait outside the shop. Wait outside the if, shop. If we've all been away, and yeah, you they'll, get, they'll, they'll, yeah. the papers will turn up. Yeah. It's hot off the press. Yeah, that's report it. of as if we and played Blackburn. We fucking won. Sorry, you won. <laughs> right? so you can or, or something like that. But then the other times it, it, that used to get me like. Used to watch the wrestling uh, on. Um, I remember that. Yeah, um, Big Daddy Dickie and all Davis that. and all that, right? On the old giant ice stacks. Grandstand. Grandstand. Oh, no, it was, I think it was the other side, or whatever. But anyway, you'd sit there and you knew. For example, you knew like if Millwall was two new up in the first half, mm. right? So now you're thinking, have we held on? Have we held on? So then that video printer comes. Yeah, And all these teams are coming up, and you're sitting there going. Come on, come on. And you see like de, 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 and you'll see like Blackburn and you're waiting for it. It's like, please don't get more yeah, than two. Do, 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 don't get more yeah. than two. And they go, did it one and then you knew you won. It's like yeah, yeah. it was it was unbelievable. Yeah, I see you saying Blackburn were the home side, you already knew yeah, this Blackburn won, it don't matter. That's right. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it was yeah. think or, or you knew like it was after well, it's like it, it used to sit around waving I wouldn't go out Saturday till I knew and we all got on. Do you know what I mean? That's the way That's I the was. Way. It was just yeah. like, you know, it's, it's, it's to this day it's I like, in a way that's very exciting to all find it, that sort of at the same time because now yeah. people are fucking like someone like me I'm on it all the time I just need to know things yeah. quickly and mm. I want to be the first one then I'll put it out there's someone to tell someone else someone to tell someone else and it spreads but to all find that at that exact moment exactly imagine yeah, you all yeah. fucking huddled around you're the paper right, yeah you all run a figures like you go, <laughs> all the old fellas but some obviously some of the old fellas old school be, uh, would obviously be Mill fans and then go back into the to the pub and, and enjoy their pint or something like that. You know what I mean? Decent. It's like, you know, it's 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 uh, it's it's amazing. Them days, like you know, I said I don't know what how they do today without their mobile phones, but um, in them days it was good. But like I said, getting back to the players, they they give you all them players. They come off that pitch, right, and that, you know they they're putting the shift. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you could get beat 3 4 nil. Yeah. But you know the likes of Crips have come off in Kitchener. And they'd like be muddy shirts and mm. especially exceed the white anyway. And I was about to say, and the pitches in them days. Oh, were terrible. Fucking outrageous. They were terrible. You wouldn't like run a horse across it. No. Do you know what I mean? When, when, when people say, oh, like, you know, the standard of old football isn't as good. If you look back, it isn't. But look at the conditions out of the playing. Yeah, the, the baggy kicks out of the playing. Yeah, and the weight of the ball. The weight of the ball as well. And with a fucking brick. Yeah, yeah. So you moved, you moved to the dark side. We moved to Stratford, first of all. Which right. I know it's the other side, but it's literally just the other side. Yeah, it's just the other side, but it was like their was the country. Blackwood there then? Huh? Was the Blackwood Tunnel there then? I'm not joking. The Blackwood Tunnel was there. But the A12 weren't there. Yeah, that road weren't there. That road weren't there, but it was, um, it was like, it was a major wake-up call. Do you know what I mean? It's like, from moving from on a stage... Did you not try and... Come on, it's all right where I live. Yeah, but she, she weren't going to have it sort of thing. But it, <laughs> it was it was a case of it was a case of like it was a major like wake up call because where you go out around Albany Street in the morning, morning Pete, morning, and everyone mm. was like friendly and all that, and mm. it was like you went. You, I was there and I bought my own house and looking across the road, no one was so alone. There was that lost that sort of community community feel like I proper lost it, proper missed it. Yeah, you know. And um, we was there for about five years in Stratford. And then moved up the road to like Leighton's, Leightonstone. And it where, was you live, just, where you live now? Yeah, where Same we live mass. now, which yeah, is yeah. Um, sort of better area. And the, the people were more friendlier, you know, yeah. because it, up there where we are now, it's a mixture of like Arsenal, um, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely road where you live and it's, it's, it gets a, gets a nice, um, yeah. like, it gets a little bit of a suburban got community feel about right, when it is yeah. actually just round the back on top don't say where yeah, it is but just on top of everything yeah, that's but right. then you come round that back in that little when you're like that's in the right, little TARDIS little, yeah, of a little that's right exactly yeah. that's, what, that's what I liked about it but that area and that manor really is that it's a mixture big mixture and obviously yeah but there ain't no, I'm probably the only middle fan in that area so what like when you moved over there and say, say in Stratford didn't really talk now and when you got talking to your neighbours where you live now yeah like oh mate how you doing oh, you Millwall fam and they like what yeah yeah Millwall what, like, huh? what are you doing what are you doing over here and all that <laughs> yeah. like, you know um, and like of course I've, I work for the gas board and I have these big Millwall stickers in my vans and all that do you know what yeah, I mean yeah we'll get on your van later and yeah, the content's okay, yeah. <laughs> but then you go, well, what are you doing like driving over here I went Talking about, you know, they went to me like you, you West Ham manor. I said, listen, you got more chance of bump, bumping in, unless you're a Warsaw fan round here than a West Ham fan. <laughs> They've all moved out of Wessex, mate. They've all gone. Yeah, you know, which they have, which migrated. Like a lot of Millwall fans have obviously done yeah. with all migrated. Every football club's migrated out of London. Since I started the channel, I never realised that. Like, so you're in East London. Um, who else? Danny's over in Essex. So I think it's only me and like eight days that are over in Essex. I think everyone else, Jack's over in Essex, well, Lee's over in Essex. Well, you'd be surprised my mates live in Allchurch. Yeah, uh, I know. Some, some of the only Mill fans are from the other side all. But I suppose that's all, in a lot of cases, or in a few, it reverts back to the Dockers. And yeah. The origin, they, where our club, the club's origin is from, obviously. They're it's from East London. So yeah, there is that I, argument. I've worked over East London all my life. Mm. I've got a job on a on a gas board at 16 by accident. Yeah. I should have been working in South, in Old Kent Road. But I ended up in um, Ben Johnson Road, which is Stepney. Yeah, mm. so I've worked for the Isle of Dogs. I know all that that manner. Yeah, um, I know, I've met all the people, and especially all the old fellas. It's all the old fellas that um, were, were the Millwall fans, and somehow we lost all them Millwall fans through yeah. um, through the generations. Mm. Um, I think maybe because they was getting older and they weren't really taking their kids football anymore. Yeah, so they sort of went to the nearest. Sort of club. Well, West Ham. We're still nearer than what West Ham was. For example, you lived in Stepney. 
West Ham's like three miles down the road. Mills only through the tunnel, wasn't it? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we lost, we lost loads. Of, I've always wondered why, you know, when you look at back in the times when we had 49, 50,000, mm. where did they all go? Like, where did they all go? I don't think it was just football. I think, you know, other interests, television, other, other things became yeah, available you, and stuff yeah, but like, 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 like sports, maybe. Yeah, but other clubs never lost their fans, like the majority that we yeah. lost out. Well, you saying, because there's more people in the fucking, in this country especially, more now than fucking ever. So it's not as if the population's died. It's, it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've always liked to have a look at that. But, um, yeah, but all that people around here, especially Stepney, there's quite a few like people from Stepney Stubble Mill, but again, most of them Stepney people now, like you say, moved out to Warm Church and and places like there is a few scattered about there, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I've never I've never had a problem being a Mill fan, uh, even working over that way, being in in late, so no one's ever sort of said anything uh, to me about Mill or anything like that. Right. Even, they all obviously the big question: well, Why you support Mill? Why not? Like. That's where I come from. They all yeah, think yeah, I'm brand yeah. new, you know what I mean? So was, that, was, that, was that difficult? Like, how difficult was that to go from, say, you was all mates, all in a flat, so everyone goes me all in, to, to, to move? It was hard. Completely away, completely away from that nah, and be in a completely was, different it, environment. It was, it was hard. But I mean, granted, thing, it's not a million fucking miles. I know, but, but it, what, what thing it did, it made me even more want to go. Yeah, Because yeah. it brought me back. Like, right. so if I like, brought me back to the pub she's made me move away then I'm going to yeah. make the extra special effort to get and, back every Saturday at South Burns and, and sometimes yeah. like it, it, you know it, it, I'd have my, one too many beers or and, and not come back on time and things like that because you still up to that now yeah, <laughs> cut that <laughs> you know but um, yeah you missed it so it made me more and more want to go do you know what I mean yeah, because yeah. you was meeting up with your mates and you, you was going down there again do you know mm. and that's one of the things we've always had you know, um, uh, with my mates, and you know you are, right? Uh, we have always stuck together that way through Millwall. Yeah. Now, if we didn't have Millwall, you might have lost, might have lost well, contact. Well, I've more than likely would have lost contact. Mm. But we, to this day, and like we're like 50s, 58s, 59s, whatever, and we're still close, and we still go. And when we go in the pub, it's what we want to talk about when we talk about Millwall. Like when we talk about this, it's yeah, yeah. the conversation that well, I love. And, the, and the, the, the desire and hunger is still there. Yeah, like, of course it is. Still yeah, bubbling. Yeah. And you're always debating there. about it. So when you get in that pub and, and you know you're with the same people that's all the same club, it's like you just want to talk about them. Yeah. You know? And uh, no, that's it. It's like it's ingrained in me forever. And that's, that's it. It's. it's that's my club, I told you. And now it's not only ingrained in you, let's get on to the offspring now. Oh, all right, yeah. First, pop, up pops little Joey O'Mara. Yeah, little Joey O'Mara, what yeah. What year was that? Not 80-something? Uh, 90? You can put me child, 80... Well, I'm, 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 yeah, he's 80... He's 80, 89. He's 80 30, 90. yeah, he's 30 for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, he's 30, yeah. So, yeah, Joe's, uh, as a boy, very quiet. Very quiet, very... And timid. five times the size he's now? What? Can we say yeah, that? Yeah, he was, he was quite <laughs> big, yeah. But he's very quiet boy, very quiet. And um, when I was just getting to school, and I go, I was a bit worried. I think so. All these, I'm sending them to school. I bought them the brand new mill kit, thrill, and they go like, and I thought, and then all these kids knocking around with Man United kits and things like that. I, I'm, I can vouch for it. I've seen so. I've seen the load of like your their childhood photos because obviously yeah. they're all, they're all on Instagram. They're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so many of them, I'm just saying, it's so many. They've all got me all kits on all, all the time in them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's what I've done. I bought yeah. every time. I, especially on holiday. I couldn't wait to get in that club shop. Get, you know, I've got beautiful pictures of my boys and all yeah, these yeah. kit. So proud walking along with a kit. Especially I remember the blue and the white one going back to 2000. And, and I was like, you know, I was 
thing I get their kits. I want to show people who I am, where I'm from, and who they're from. I know it's a bit over the no, top. That's, what, that's, I, that's what I wanted to do with my boys. But I, well, Joe was to me, and I thought, is he going to get bullied at school because of all that? Like, because who they and they're, they're rubbish and all that. And Joe, Joe didn't give a monkeys. Joe didn't give a monkeys, right? Um, and he sailed through it. Um, and then. What was the first game you took Joe to, do you reckon? Do you oh, Joe, Joe. Joe was probably about. Oh. So 89. Joe, Joe would have probably me gone and my to the Tommy, old den, but wouldn't really. Tommy brought, brought our boys. Uh, oh. He wouldn't really. He, he would probably would have gone to the old den, but wouldn't have remembered it. Were you one of these people that took them when they was of age? Or was he like six months old? Go on, get well, on no, I'll say about about uh, three months old. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I took him about three years old. Three years, yeah, about yeah. About three years old. Like, so uh, probably uh, just like, would have been right on, on a tip, on a cusp of leaving uh, the old den. Uh, yeah, but it's funny. It's funny with him at that time. When I took him at three, like three and a half, four stroke, like, you know, every time I went out the door now, he thought I was going to Millwall. Like every game, every week I was going to work, he'd go, going to Millwall, Dad. I went, no, no, I'm going to work. So he got to wait for the thing. It's only uh, once a week, but kids yeah, don't understand days, no, times. No, it was and... once every two weeks, wasn't it, with you? Um, oh, of course, it was. Of course, even, like, me mother mate brought these boys and that, you know, and we went together and, and uh, they just grew from there. And of course, then along come um, uh, Piss Taking Connor. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I had to take him along, and then because gradually, because I'm taking the boys, yeah. I couldn't drink no more, right? Because I had to drive there and back. It changes you, like your sort of course you yeah, had to like change. Your, your meal, your meal journey continues, but not like the things you do yeah, along the way. Yeah. So after so, has to be tweaked because the fucking kids are in everything, mate. That's right. They? So then I, <laughs> as I know, <laughs> and I, so I couldn't dare to have a drink. Do you know what I mean? So um, and then obviously Kieran comes along, and um, again you, you can't drink, so. Kieran yeah. and Joe's quite a big age. Yeah, not so eight, nine 26, years. it's four years difference. And then there's, an, there's another, I think, uh, four years difference between Kieran and, and Connor, uh, um, Connor and Kieran. But uh, as going along all for their lives, like Connor as well, he was more cocky. He, he, he put his Millwall kit on him, proud and like show people. He, he wanted, he was more cocky, yeah? yeah? Yeah, And then Kieran come along, again, he was a bit cocky with it. He wanted to put his Millwall kit. And then all of a sudden, when you're going to play football, instead of being the one Millwall kit on the pitch out of 10, yeah. there's three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? And they're playing together and it's like, they, you know, and they, they listen, the boys are proud. We got, I've instilled, not instilled them, we know that, they know when everyone has a dig at Millwall, there's always, they want to have a, sort of poppers for, for any little reason they want and like we was watching a programme the other week and mum you know some people can't get but like, as soon as this guy said it I won't go on what he even my boys went well yeah, that's typical what mm. people do about Millwall no mm. one's got their backs up because we we like they've got that mentality of yeah hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, I, 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 I would Millwall. agree. So they haven't, they wasn't brought up around the area, but they no. fully understand. Well, and to this to, day, to, all still go to most games. Yeah. And you still pay for all their season tickets. That's, <laughs> I know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think they know what it's like to give out money at the Fuck you, don't. I must set you back a few quid now. I'll tell you, Jesus set me back a few quid when I stop at the Blinky Markway service stations, all right? Yeah, I know. And they get the thing, that's about 30 quid, <laughs> right? But yeah, they, they um, but to be honest, when we was kids, because my sister still lived in Rotherhive, and my mum was still in Rotherhive, yeah. I used to come over like Saturdays and Sundays, so they mixed with like kids Oops. from that area. But then again, there's a place downtown there was loads of kids there. and it's funny and I'm going back it, it, it was uh, well, Joe's era when I was about um, eight, nine all the kids around here they were either supporting Man United Arsenal Chelsea there weren't many Millwall fans well over like in this sort of yeah, territory yeah yeah yeah, which was, I found amazing I went well couldn't find one Millwall fan downtown but, never, wow. I, I never understood it I <coughs> go, if say for example your old man was not from Arna, say he was from up north and he moved down and he supported the team from up north. You can understand a person then following their dad's following their dad's team out of a bit, a bit of respect, but these people just choose to support northern teams for absolutely no fucking reason other than silverware. Uh, I just don't get it. I think they, they a lot of these people, um, I'm sorry, but they are sad. Like, it's like when they go, start screaming and jumping up and down because like Man United have scored and they've never been to the ground in their life. I find that quite sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, There's a big difference between a football supporter and a the, football follower, isn't there? Yeah, see, my, my kids, like I said, for my kids, I took them every game, like most games, even the away games, which is drive, take them away games. Um, there's a lot of parents out there, they might be an Arsenal fan, but look, fair dues, Arsenal, Tottenham, they probably can't afford to take their kids. Yeah, true. To, to, to them games, because it's like 40, 50 pound a ticket for the adult, and I can understand that, to be fair. People go, well, it's all right for you, you take your free kids, because it only costs you. You know, um, nothing. Do you know what I mean? But well, back then. Well, no, I was about to say, fuck, it does now. Yeah, well, it does now. But what I'm saying is like, it's. Like I said, go back to the other guy. He's got three kids, and he they, they support a different team because he doesn't take them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Some of these parents that, that I know, life is all about expense today, and mortgages, and, and bills, and things like that. Quick drinks break. Quick refreshers. Pioneer Fosters. So we got we got all ahead of ourselves a bit, yeah. which can happen with me and you. Yeah. So we just want to recover 
and reflect back on, obviously you spoke about the teams of the 60s and the early 70s, but the 80s, especially obviously the late 80s, early 90s, the, the, we finally, after probably for you around then, what, 30 years of being a Milk fan? 20 years yeah, of being a Milk fan? 61, 71, 81, 91, yeah, about 20, 28, mm. yeah, about we finally made the promised land. Yes, yes. Yeah. What, was, what was that? I mean, um, I've got my own memories of that, obviously, but we're here, we're yours tonight. Um, unbelievable season. Unbelievable season. I was going to say unbelievable scenes, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, like, it was like when, I think the start of the season, I think we signed um, Tony Cascarino, yeah. I believe, and we already had Teddy Sheridan. Um, Erlock, I think, might be signed the season before, might have been around that time. But you had that feeling, you had a little feeling there that something might happen. You know what I mean? Something might happen yeah. this time. And um, I don't think we were sort of up there much. We sort of come late, if I remember rightly. We come late. Late comers to the party. Uh, yeah, yeah. We sort of broke into it late. I think Villa and all that were the front runners at the time, something like that. And we, we sort of come, we come like a steam train towards the end. Mm. And it was like, um, can't remember... It, like individual, or I remember getting it near, getting near to the finish line. And one particular game I remember was um, Bournemouth away. Yeah. Erlock scored. Yeah, uh, we, well, they scored. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I think that was a game. I think we went one nil up. Right, we went one nil up. Me and my brothers right in a packed, actually packed there that night. And they got a penalty right near the end. And we needed to keep that momentum going. I think it was two points for a win there, not three points, yeah. And we needed to keep that momentum going. We was winning all the games. Mm. And uh, Brian all saved the penalty. Yeah. And it was like, we just scored a goal. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. And it was a, that was a massive, massive turning point. You know what I mean? Um, if it went on to win the next home game, then uh, we went to Hull, away was the penultimate game. Again, it, you know, when the games do count, to be fair, Mill fans do turn out in their numbers, I've got to say. And yeah. that, that we took over Hull that day. We took over Hull. And I never get looking in the car park and it was like limousines. What was it like? Was it like easy transport then? No, well? it was a nightmare journey. That's what I'm saying. It train. must have been a bit different a to these nightmare days. nightmare journey. But, you know, we've done it because we love our club, don't we? You yeah. know what I mean? And you had that thing, you thought, if, if you win and results went for you, you know, you might be promoted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um... Of course, we won. I think it was two, two, two nil or, or something, or one nil. Uh, yeah, one nil. Oh, Kevin O'Callaghan. Yeah, and I'll never forget the final whistle, and it was just pandemonium. And the night we, we weren't sort of sure what happened. The geezer went, "Got to tell you, congratulations, Millwall. You are now like uh, so and so uh, champions. We're champions, weren't we? Yeah, Because yeah. uh, all the results went our way, and it was just pandemonium from that moment. I can't remember getting home. <laughs> I remember getting home then. The whole five, the the whole park, five hour, hour journey coming with In the car park was Ramo and people, it was just people with cars. I see, like, you know, like you do, you see all the older generation crying and the emotions was just unbelievable to finally. Uh, to finally make. Do you, you ever think it would happen in your lifetime? Uh, yeah, of course I did. Cool. That's why we all support me. Like, we always. Belief. Even now we know, listen, we're, like, or. Eventually, we're going to get there. I right? think so. 100%. No, no, there ain't no think so. We're going to get there, right? <laughs> no, 100%. I know that because um, I think we've been held back. And I might be a bit um, thingy on it, but I think we've been held back the last few years. But I think I've always said, just need that right people like to back the club and 
uh, to put some money behind it. Just we've been there. We've been there nearly time when the Dennis Wise was in charge. Yeah. Before, and we was in the playoffs that situ- that time, weren't we? Yeah. And the cup run. The and cup then, run fucked us up, uh, and then we yeah, got and, and we, away. And we just yeah. dropped out of it, you know. But that time, if you have the little investment, that little push. Every time it comes to that little push, we don't just get it. Just the pushes over the line. Yeah. But I think I do believe I will. I I I, I could see us within. Four years, I reckon, we're being, we're being approved. Three or four years, I reckon. Do you reckon? Yeah, well, why not? Burnley's are there, aren't they? The Bournemouth's are yeah, there. Yeah, fucking you're right. People always talk about our club. Well, we ain't got the, the money. The thing is, well, like, people say you wouldn't want to get there. I know we're jumping, the, jumping ahead a bit here. People go, fuck, fuck we're fucking mere world. We, we're hard. We don't want to go in the fucking Premier League. But look at the time, going back to, that we did get there. The, the team we had in it. Yeah. Cascarino, Horn, Sheringham. And he, and he the, bought Stevenson, and I thought that was a little jewel in the little jigsaw. Yeah. Scored at Anfield. Yeah, and I was, the games yeah. we played, the fucking the kits we had, the players we had, it's all iconic. So it would yeah. be again, it'd be brilliant. But you, you were saying you're going back to Anfield, you're saying you was there that day. Yeah, was that was my next day. question to you. And you know, what do you remember of, the, of us, the, well, the two season we was in the top tier, but the away games, was it just like different fucking world going to yeah, like Anfield we, we, instead we, of going like, to yeah, Hull, for example? It was. We went to Man United, well, the escorts were longer and uh, <laughs> we sort of escorted all around the town. Remember going to Liverpool, it took us an hour and a half to get to the ground because they escorted us. All round here, away what, from the what, estates. Like, Mar- as well, like walked around. Yeah, walked us around, yeah. And that was a game we, we went, uh, Paul Stevenson scored, Danny and Nickel, I think, scored the equaliser. Yeah. But they didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve it that time. And then we went to places like Man United and we got fucked at Man United. 3-0, I think it was. It wasn't was it? at the Villa, the, the first game was 2-0 up. Did you go there? Yeah, it was there that game. Missed the first two goals, we were 2-0 up. I think Cascarino and... Cascarino uh, both. Was it both? He scored. And then they come back, McAnally, I think, uh, one of the halfway yeah. How comes you, you missed the first two goals? Uh, because my brother's timekeeping was shit. Yeah. <laughs> With me, if I'm going to leave for Aston Villa, I'll, I'll leave at Aston Villa, I'll go, right, let's leave at 10 in the morning, get out there for about half 12 and have a couple of beers. He'll go, no, let's leave at one, right? <laughs> and and I, that was his timekeeping. And like, we got there about, I'll, I'll go, I'll pass three or something oh, like that. Sake. One of the most iconic games you could ever go to the first for me, well, first, yeah. first season ever, first yeah. goals ever. In so, we, again, we went everywhere. We went everywhere. And it weren't so much that you got to buy a ticket then, dates, was it? You just yeah. turned up. Just rock up, yeah. You can make, make the decision there and then, like, yeah. the night before, couldn't you? Whereas now, you ain't got your ticket yeah, well, we went. We on went. midday yeah. on Friday. You can't go. We went, and that was it. And we was getting in. Don't, we were getting in. We were at Global Fence. We were getting in. Um, yeah, we went to the lights of Man United and, and the men's uh, the men's cities of this world and... Uh, the Everton's and the Liverpool's and yeah it was it was enlightening you know what I mean but like if we we get there again you're know, fair enough let's get there have a year up have a bit of fun up there or like, get hammered a few times come back down lost lot of Sunday come morning 11am kick come, come back down have a bit of cl- money to keep the club stable for another 10 years or yeah, so yeah. that's what it's all about I do get what people say that I think you can lose your identity when you go up there in that league I, I can imagine there'll be a lot more stewing in and Sit down, stop swearing, and think about the thing about tourists. The tourists. Tourists are sneaking in now, by the way. Got, we have got quite a few tourists in at the moment, but at the moment, you know, you're at Millwall, you, everyone's effing a blind at Millwall, aren't they? Yeah. You know? but Some you people can, say to me sometimes, oh, you need to stop swearing on your channel. I said, I do try and I do understand what you're saying, but fuck me. If kids are watching my channel, it means they're going to Millwall. If they're going to Millwall, they're, they're, they're hearing a lot fucking worse. Yeah, like, I remember when I took um, Joe. So he's, uh, was it, I think it was Joe. So I took him and um, she went, no, don't swear in there. And I went, don't worry, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. And his nan, like, um, his beautiful nan, uh, Jean, 
she, uh, she, he came home that day, she said, did you learn any songs, Joe, today? And he said, yes, Dad. He said, the referee's a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I said, oh, Joe, you should bring your dad to the den and all that. But oh, no. They, was, they were, they were the, the stories, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, getting back to it, I can understand, you, like at the, at the time there, and I said earlier, if, if my three boys are young, a different area, I probably wouldn't be able to afford to take them to Tottenham or and an arsenal and, and, and mm. the teams like that do you know what I mean Millwall gets its critic for its prices but I think generally over the time it's been quite fair yeah right it has been quite fair I think they've looked after mm. the kids side of it especially yeah um, they've done good deals they've done that early early bird, bird thing yeah. which you've got any fan you've got to jump on that early yeah. bird because it does say it's been frozen for two years now hasn't it yeah I think it, I think they've been really good that way so we know all them people inside have got their quicks and all that, but I think they've been fair uh, with the prices. Um, and yeah, all right, let's get up there, let's have a little bit of fun and, and see what happens. But yeah. why not go there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, let's, um, let's, let's talk more about it. I love that. Let's hear a few more stories about like the kids when they were younger going to games and fucking games they liked, games they didn't like, games they dropped in the shit with fucking Nanny Jean like they did. Oh, then. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, games, because obviously most of because you've got members as well, I was taking my nephews as well. Right, right. So you, you, um, you got your nephew's called Peter. My nephew called Peter. One of them was called Peter. Yeah, my nephew's called Peter. So I used to take him along, and another uh, cousin that like I call him my nephew Tony as well. So I used to take quite a few of them um, mm. to games and away games and things like that. You know, um, even, the first thing I used to do before my kids come along, I used to take Peter, my nephew. Peter's now what forty. I used to take him and his cousin Tony, same age at forty. So they was actually little nippers then. So yeah, yeah. they was what I used to call my first kids I used to talk. Yeah, and yeah. I took them to Mill and they grew up. A little, Peter, bit of, little bit of practice when you took your own. Yeah, but Peter was Peter was like East, East End. He was like surrounded by like West Ham and Tottenham and all that. But he stalked me all to this day. Um, uh, so he's going take, Saturday, isn't he? Uh, I don't know? think he is. He, he always says, I'll let you know. So I don't know if, he's, if his wife allows him to go. I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, Paul and that. I think Richard and Richard's going Saturday. Um, but um, getting, but I used to take them first, yeah. And we used to go up and down the country, yeah. 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 And and I remember one particular game, and, uh, and a lot of the old Mill fans remember it. it was when we had um, um, uh, Moody and and um, Harris, yeah. yeah. And we went to Bristol City, yeah. I, I had this like like this car. The window wipers were a bit fucked, and it could, they weren't weren't working properly, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, my brother went up there in a shitty old van, right? And like, I beat him by about two hours getting up there because his van was so shit, right? He's taking, he probably left he's, late as well. Yeah, he's probably left late. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but we went up there that night and it, it was on that promotion season. That What happened? I think we was... Oh, I keep getting... Get, but we, I think we was leading. They come back and then we had two players sent off. Moody was sent off and was it Harris sent off? That's why we had to go out and get Steve Claridge and Tony Cotty because we lost them two strikers for the next right. couple of games. But um, once we once we lost that night and we lost them two players, we thought we're blown, we're not going to go up now. We're not going up. Yeah. And I remember coming out, as you, as you do, down as like, as and the heavens just opened up, opened up, right? And I was with the two young boys at the time, I said, right, these we've, were we've, Tony and Peter right. at the time. I said, right, listen, you two, keep, they weren't like really on the mobile phones yet, though. So listen, Keep an eye out for the the, the signs because I don't know where I'm going. The weather, you've got to rely on your eyesight. And uh, so you got bad eyesight. Coming out, no, it's, coming, the weather was torrential. It's like shit weather. Coming back, and, and, and I remember, <laughs> and I went, 
I went right, I was going, I went right, where's his time, where's his time? Yeah, that's the way, Cheltenham, Cheltenham, keep going to Cheltenham. Well, I was driving for three hours, and I ended up in Cheltenham, right? I went, what am I doing in Cheltenham? I was having like, I'm going round and round and round. I thought I'd have a gun and keep you on the proxy motorway, yeah? So I rubbed him out, I said, where are you? He said, I'm going round the Greenwich One Way system. And I was still four hours from home. Oh, right? for fuck's sake. Um, but that was them bringing them them days, and I took them all around the country before my boys. Mm. Yeah, they come to like things like Preston, um, all the away games with a Stoke and and players. I just take them all the time. Yeah, until they got bigger, they started to go on their own. And then, of course, along come my boys. You know, like you know Joe, Connor, and Kieran. And then we all sort of went as a as a unit because I used to pick Peter up from. You still do as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, we still do. Yeah, that's good. Still, that's yeah. good because I used to go my old man, but then I feel bad now. I suppose it would. have Broken him at the time, but you don't realise. Yeah, when I got about sixteen, I fucked him off and started going with my mates. Yeah, that yeah. when Mini Me does that, that'll fucking kill me. That will. Well, it's always them. They, they, they go. Anyone fancy going uh, like to go? We're going to go. So anyone fancy going Swansea? So all week I'm saying nothing. They go. Who's getting the tickets? Who's getting the tickets? No, no I've kicked my mouth. Shut. Dad, you sure you don't fancy right? Swansea? <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Kim was going to get him. He can't get him. And anyone goes. Right, they went. Who's going here? Just put me car. Go and get the bloody tickets. And then they go. So how are we going to get? Up? I'll get a car, I'll drive up there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah. But the thing is, uh, I told you now, there's nothing better than going on an away game with the boys in the car and having a banter with them because it's brilliant. Yeah. And that is that is gold to me. Going well. Listen, we we go, if we lose, of course it's like a comeback winning. But if we yeah. come back losing, it, it's not far into the journey that them fuckers have got you laughing again. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's the way it is. I mean, I see it a lot as well. A lot of Mill fans say, like on their Facebook and all that, putting photos up. Another brilliant day, sport by the football. But you still have a good day, don't you? even if you do lose. It's it's being with them. Yeah, yeah. It's about when I go there. You got like Peter, Paul, Richard, uh, me, uh, uh, Connor, Joe, Kieran, and we're we're listen. We're diehard Millwall fans. Yeah. We, you know, they're proper proper Millwall fans without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And yeah, of course it could get you moody and upset when you lose, especially last season was a dire and it was like. I had to drag them up there. Wang. I'm not going. I'm not watching that shit. Oh, you're coming. I've got your fucking scenes that you're coming. Yeah. Or you pay me the money back, whatever. So talking about obviously you and the boys were going away games and that. What was the sort of? Did you take them all from toddlers to away games? Or what was the sort of age you got to when you started going away games? And then my next question is from that, following on from that, is going to be, what's like the best and worst away games we've all ever had together? Uh, the best and worst away games we've ever had together. I've got a suspicion about what the worst. The, what I want to hear is, I want to well, hear. There's been so many, Dan. They're bad. And let's yeah. be honest. Because Kieran used to be a ball boy, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the, one of the worst, obviously. That's the one I want to hear about. What the the Bradford one? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Bradford. Well, one. I, I've heard it, and I think it's great. But obviously, I want well, to hear else. It was, hear it. Um, as you know, uh, you know, I, I've been up and down, um, not so, not so long ago on a. On a Tuesday night to places like Exeter, yeah. you know, where we go, your fans go, let's go, let's go for it. And we we go, we go up there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you, you're winning with about three minutes ago, and they they equalise. The journey home is is terrible. Um, especially we've done two or three years in the car, but getting back for the Bradford one, and the only reason we went up to Bradford because I think if we beat them, we'd have got Chelsea in the next round. In the FA we? Cup, yeah. In the we FA drew Cup. three what on, didn't we? Was it three? Yeah, something like that. Three. And I went. Listen, we got to get we got to go out and we got to back the boys to get we got to get that Chelsea game under our belt. And so my nephew just goes, "I'll drive up there." I thought that makes a change. He's in driver, so took, took me and the three boys up there. Yes, it was a long journey. It was about four, five. The traffic was horrendous. Yeah, four or five hour, hour journey. 
And, I, and anyway, I remember getting into the ground, I think a bit rainy or whatever, and all of a sudden kicks off. And before you knew it, it was one nil down. Mm. So we're looking at each other, thinking, oh, fucking hell, like, you know what I mean? One nil down. Then one nil turned into two. Then two turned into three. But it's fucking embarrassing then, like. And everyone's just looking at each other. And I, even, even oh, oh, like, I thought, I'm going to go. I went, no, I have to stay. So I said to Peter, come on, let's go. Come on, he went. He said, excuse my French. He went to me, I've not come all the fucking this way to watch them bunch of shit, right? Walk off this pitch. He said, I'm going to stay here to the end. Give and I'm going to give it to them when I go out the pitch, <laughs> right? So anyway, I think they lived the fourth winning or something like that. Kieran, actually, I'm going. I'm going. He storms out the ground. Kieran stormed out. He, he, stormed he must out. have been young then as well. He was. He wasn't. Fifteen? No, I don't think he was. No, it wasn't that long ago, Dave. Was four it? years. Was it four years? Well, five eight, years. About eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And he stormed out the ground. Oh, I'm not having enough of it. So now we're all arguing about it. We should stay. We should go and all that. You know <laughs> what I mean? I never forget. It was like one of the worst nights ever. And um, anyway. Cut a long story short, um, at the end of the game, when it, the whistle went, I said, anyone who went there, the players just stood in the, the penalty area. Yeah, they didn't want so to. So they didn't know whether to come over and applaud us or, or, or what to do. And yeah, they yeah. just stood there for a couple, good couple of minutes and it was Ed Mills slagging them off and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, it was, um, it was an absolute joke that night, absolute joke. And again, what made it worse, a couple of days later, my nephew got um, three points speeding to come down the motorway. Mate, right? I, I yeah. did as well with that, that, that exact night. Yeah, well, he got three points as well for that. Also, he got a fine for going in the bus lane in Bradford, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it made it worse, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what we've done, uh, if I remember rightly, the chairman gave us our money back. Did right? he? Yeah, he gave us our money back. Anyone who travelled up there, he give you your money back. Fucking so what we've done, money. yeah, we give it to... To Peter to pay for his fine. Oh fucking hell! Do you know what I mean? Deep, so, like Kieran was a ball boy when he at the time ran like, at the den. Yeah. And then he saw me and said, "That's it. I'm not fucking being ball boy no mm. more. Fuck mm. them." <laughs> Kicking off. It was one of them. I'm not going down there no more. And it was. I think. I don't know if it was that season. I think it's a season we went down where everyone was dejected, and you got to the stage where you didn't want to go there no more. It's like it was. We're forcing ourselves to go, mm. and it was the most depressing. Shit, you know. Well, that's that's, we, how, that's how I felt. No disrespect to anyone. That's how I felt last season. Well, we did. I've got the same feeling. I, last just, I, I, you know, I was I, going because I thought well, I've got to go because I've, I've got to fucking keep the channel going. That's the yeah, one. Towards I, I, the end yeah. of last season, that's how I got. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, get, if you're going on to that, it's like I said, people about oh this that and we stayed up. No, twenty one points we had to play for. Right, we got four. Mm. We should have gone down. I know we stayed up. We stayed, of course we did. I know we did. Everyone though, but. We should have gone down, to be fair. There's four points out of It wasn't that we was that good, it was just other was, teams were that you'd bad. You see right? the interviews after the games, we, we, you know, mm. uh, it was depressing, it was really bad. Well, let's you move know? on to the modern day. Yeah. You was actually the first person I ever interviewed at the Den. Yeah. It wasn't even for Lions TV, was it? London, London Live. I was London Live, I was doing a fan guide, and mm. I bumped into you outside, and I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do a bit. Yeah. When you like... You love, you love a bit on the box, didn't you? Weren't you on like, London Live twice in one week? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was doing... They interviewed me about, um, the, I think, the Ferguson job, like, uh, at Notting Hill Station. Not, I come out of Notting Hill... Um, That's where it's based, over that way, yeah. Oh, yeah, when I come out of the station, someone put a mic in front of me about <laughs> who they think the next Man United manager will be or something like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I was on, I was on the channel then. Because um, you'd you you done the channel then... Well, before it was the channel, but it's actually the first video I ever put up on Lions TV just to get some content out. And then 
probably two years later, year and a half later, Kieran comes along. Didn't yeah. know he's related. Does a video. He was on a mission. That he was on. A, you know what he was up to. He was on a mission. Oh, what to get on? Oh no, not he. He wanted to, like he was watching you do what you wanted to do, and, and he and he went up there on his own. You know. Yeah. They got with me. Mate, uh, well, he's been up a few games. He Sheffield United away a couple of years ago. I mean, he lost two new. He went up on his own. He used to go games on the support. Yeah, but who do it, you reckon? I'm going to get you this question now, then, before we get onto like the present day line CV. Who do you think the most hardcore Mill fan is? That are your three? If you had to say, he'd go to his last breath. That one. Well, I think, and I'm going uh, to, uh, I'm going to be, what do you call it? <laughs> diplomatic? Not diplomatic, a bit uh, controversial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I always put down, when, you, when you're when a football fan, I don't care what you say, uh, um, women get in the way. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, but they get in the way, yeah? Yeah. And any young bloke out there in their 20s to 30s, mate, get a grip on these women because, <laughs> right, get a grip on these women because when they... When you, you go out with these new girlfriends of yours and you want to give up your Saturday and for them or they tell you you can't go. Are you suggesting Boys, that some of your some of your sons are being reined in? They are proper and they know who they are. <laughs> right? So answered your question. Nice, no, there's more than one. The answer to the question there, I would say the most diehard without that is Joe. Yeah. Hundred percent. I would say but Kieran is very passionate and diehard, but can throw a wobbly at times. He and throws a wobbly stop, stop and it don't that. suit him. When he threw a wobbly that time doing on your channel. I pulled him in on that. I said, that don't suit you, Fernand Wobbly. It ain't like a West Ham channel. With oh, a well, screaming. like Derby. The one Derby. Yeah, we look like, scream, like West Ham and Arsenal fans, screaming like babies when we lose. We lose, we lose. We don't like it, but we get on with it. We don't start screaming like babies. <laughs> yeah, you might see me getting disappointed about it. Yeah, yeah. Down, but I won't be screaming and shouting through my... Through, yeah, I get a little bit huffy, but I don't scream like... And I said to you, when you done that day, that was wrong what you done that day. Screaming like a baby, that don't suit you, that, that don't become you. you no, know, I don't think it helped that day. That ain't his style. It was, it was, it was a little bit rainy and he had his hood up as well. Mm. And a baseball cap on and people going, he's a fucking hood brat and all that. Look mm. at this shit, Arsenal fan TV. But yeah, he does all right, mate, didn't he? He said he was the first one, you was actually the first one interviewed, but he was the first one to come on Lions TV. I, yeah, so I don't know how it materialised, but what a fucking... Ke- Ke- Kieran's a natural, to be honest. He's mm. a natural. You put him in front of the camera, he, he, he's a natural. Mate, I've told him, I've told him, I can't do it forever and I need an understudy. He can't he is, get a fucking he bed, can he? He, he? he is a natural and I think, obviously, it can up the female viewers as well with him on it and things like that. Um, Joe has come into his own. Joe has always got, now he's like quite cocky and confident in his interviews. Yeah. Um, Connor, the normal confident one, is a bit nervy, but he's getting better. Um, but all the three of them have got, when we go on your channel, and we talk, what people got to realise, it's our opinions. Yeah. It doesn't mean because we say it that that it's right or wrong. It's just our opinions. And me and my boys have got every right to air our opinions because we go. And mate, let's respond. And after people would go, oh, these fucking idiots, oh, it ain't that bad. It's because oh, they ain't even gone. Yeah, these people that like slag us off, stuff you. Listen, 99% of the time, I have nothing but people come up and say, uh, like your views, all nice to me, all nice yeah. to me. You're going to get your off views, we know. Of course you are. They'll sit behind their little keyboard and have a little dig. Um, but these are the people that just hide behind their keyboard and, well, and go, come up and speak to us and, and I'll put your opinion across because that's only my opinion mm. and my boy's opinion, which we're entitled to do. Well, I don't, listen, my boys say something on here and I don't agree with what they say. Yeah. So, and they say it to me, well, Dad, I think you're wrong. That's what it's all about. It's about our opinion. And because we, well, we go up and down the country... Well, look, we'll all be there Saturday at Swansea. I'm going to Swansea. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're entitled to give our opinion. Mm. Don't tell me you've got a guy there that has never been one on a away game 
and sits down as a digger, me and my kids, because it's their opinion. You've got your opinion, come on and say something. Mm. That's what I'll say. You know, we are Millwall through and through. You won't get no more stronger Millwall than me and my boys. No, no. Simple as that. Because we love the club and we will follow them all over the country. Right? You've been following... Even when we're rubbish, we'll follow them down the country. Yeah. Well, sometimes that can be... I, don't, I wouldn't like to follow a team that was fucking brilliant all the time. It'd be quite boring, wouldn't it? That's what I say to my boy. Look, if we go away and we lose games like we did to Red and he's fucking moaning, this is your fault we'd come here. I said, you've got to take the rough and the smooth because when you get the smooth... You know, it, it makes you appreciate it even more than when you've fucking gone to Reading, you've gone to Bradford, you've gone to fucking here and everywhere. Aston Villa, when you was fuming like, back in the last Dad, season. You know, I, look, I've been supporting, and like all the boys know, the older boys know what what Mill was all about. We can't hold a 2 0 lead. 80th minute, we're 2 0. They're going to concede and make us like biting their teeth yeah, last time. And do you remember when me and you was at Norwich, right? Yeah. I think it was free to up, you went to me, at least we can, like, minimum. At least we're, we're gonna not going to get a job. Yeah, at least you said we're going to get a job yeah. with Dan. This is Millwall, mate. I said, <laughs> we can lose this. You went, no, nah, no. Nah. And they went bang, and they went bang. Um, yeah. you, if you can get the picture of us uh, on that video. And then last week at Brentford... That's what made me laugh, was right? Kieran after the game. Mill man said it, and they fucking proved him right. He was yeah, fuming. I, 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 I turned around, my mate went to me, Mark. He went to me, we was, we was, uh, was it 2-0 up, weren't we? 2-0 right? up, right? Yeah, about 8 fourth yeah. minute. Yeah. Mark went to me, good three points. I, went, I looked at Mark, I went, Mark. And you can ask him, he went, oh, Mark, he, oh, this is Mill, this ain't over. He went, oh, come on, mate. I went, no, don't tell me, come on. This is Millwall. Yeah. A minute later, 2-1. I went, I went they, they bang on the ball. Are they going to get a second? And as soon as they got the second, I went, this is over. We're going to lose this, mm. right? And I was proven right. And I knew that they'd do it. And the season before, they'd done us 2-0. And I come out on that game, and I said, or in that video, I remember saying it, if I was a worker and I never turned up for work and I put in a performance at work like that, I wouldn't get paid. Yeah. And I said, them lot shouldn't have got paid, you know? Um, but that's just all about support Mill and the passion. That's that's all that is. Yeah, well, yeah of know. course it is. And like I say, you've been doing it for how long now? 40, 50, 50, uh, 48 years. 48, 48 years. 49 years. So, Let's so. move on now to... That was obviously the, the Brentford saga and that was in the middle of the Harris mitts and Harris going, mm. Barrett was in charge. You're confident now that this club will go forward, as you said earlier, under under Gary Rowett? I wouldn't say necessarily under Gary Rowett. Mm. Um, I think it's... Uh, listen, we've always... We, when we lost um, uh, uh, Lomas and that, it was going, we want Holloway, we want Holloway. We got him, didn't we? Fucking hell, And it turned out to be a nightmare. He was a clown, wasn't he, at the yeah. end of the day? Promises, promises and all that. He, he wasn't... And it was shocking to see some of the situations there when... We go one two nil down, and he put in five six forwards. Well, and that's he, what he, Harris was doing in the end. Well, he was because he lost the plot, didn't he? He yeah. obviously lost the plot. And we um, under Rowett, I look and again, I think most Mill fans would say he would be number one choice for everyone. I know people were banging about Alton, Chris Alton, but I think Gary Rowett was was the number one choice, not just to bring us forward, but to stabilise us, I think. Mm. You know, to stabilise us, to get us like a um, mm. mid-table yeah. championship. I don't club. think his, his management credentials have ever been in question. It's just his longevity for me, whether he's going to last. Well, he's got, this is really his last chance to learn, really, because True. if he thinks he can... Listen, at the end of the day, someone said to me, if he does a good job and someone like uh, a bottom uh, a premiership team comes in with him, mm. that means he's done a good job for us. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind that. So uh, whether he's that that one to take us uh, to the next level, I don't know. I think he's good for the end of the next two, 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 three years. Hopefully, mm. yeah. As long as, uh, listen, people can't. Uh, we're we're uh, 
we ain't got this and we ain't got this budget. All I just point to people go, we ain't got this and we ain't got... I point to one team and that is Brentford, right? Their infrastructure, their buying thing, the way they go out, what they do, they, go, they buy players that let go from Spain, Barcelona, mm. they're scouting they do their do work. That, yeah, they right? do and well. Barnsley are doing it as well, right? Why couldn't we implement so Why have we never a fan, gone out a fan like a, a, an Italian League Two midfielder mm. or, or, or a Dutch one, yeah. which the other two, a Brentford, they're instructed, their team, the, the football they played against us. Jesus Christ. Similar size club, they've never been into the Premier League. No, they're smaller than us, Dave. Come on, they're smaller than us. QPR, I call us a similar, and Burnley, places, things like that. Uh, Brentford are not, nowhere near us. But they've been managed well. They've brought in the right managers. They've brought in the right players. They've got the right philosophy of playing football. Mm. And they are one of the best footballing sides I've seen in this championship over the last two years. Not saying you're contradicting yourself, but you said, but you believe we're going to get to the Premier League. So you must I said believe four you, years tonight. Yeah, you. So I said two years under Rowley. Do you think? Do you think Husky Chocolate's going to play a part in that? Um, what do you think? What What are you seeing now that thinks I can see us getting there in four years? Because, because, look, what I said, steady the ship under Rowley, and then eventually someone's got a crack. When it comes along, and it's like we we just established ourselves next couple of years, or I hope, and then. We got to then push yeah, if, on. If we, if we survive this year and next, that's four. That's four or five seasons. Yeah, but I think and then what happens? I don't think he's going to be that sort of manager to 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 like play that football or or to to get us there. So I think with you talking about that husky thing, maybe yet yeah, they're on they're standing on the sidelines, and maybe it takes one of them them not to come in in the next year or so and go. You know what? Let's put a bit of money behind this club. Be lovely, wouldn't it? It's, we, it's never happened. We're not asking for much, are we? Like maybe, I don't know, a few, like 10 million or something like that. Not in the world, yeah. in, in today's terms. But and that's still big in, in our terms, isn't it? Even I, 10 I, million. I think with the squad we got, the midfield, just the, the backs is, is, is all right. These are a little bit of tinkering with. It's the midfield that I'm worried about, right? And, and the, one more striker in the midfield, mm. right? You've got to get them sorted. And we can, there's no, no reason if we sorted that out we, why we couldn't push for the playoffs. Mm. There's no reason why we couldn't do that. No, I agree. I really, but I do think that it's the, the foot, we can make it. And then, no, and behold, what'll happen? We get relegated next year. <laughs> That's that's good war, wasn't it? Well, it is, but we will still be there, won't we? Of course we will. And mate. we'll be there Saturday. I'll, I'll be, listen, I'm, I'm always there. I'm always there. They're my club. They're, they're my, that's my life, isn't it? Mate, it's fucking honestly. Right. It's been brilliant. Cheers, Top man, Pete. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 